0: Welcome back to the Go for Two podcast. This is our week four preview. I am Liam, your host, and as always, I'm joined by uh, co-host slash rival for the weekend. It's Patrick. Patrick, can you?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Good, just getting over Monday night now. Pretend it didn't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to start there just because of the hype. Um, out of ten, how bad was the performance from an Eagles fan point of view?
1: It was probably like a three or a four. <laughs>
0: yeah, wasn't good on offense, was it? I think that was the. Uh,
1: the almost whole, the worst part uh, offence was not good I just I don't understand how you can just give the ball to your running backs three times in the whole game and expect that to work and I think it was like something like the lowest in 20 years in the whole um, NFL so that was yeah, not yeah. great.
0: that, that not, one the defence as well getting you that touchdown that was vital wasn't it without that touchdown the game looks even worse I think than what it was
1: yeah absolutely
0: um, well, you've got a much easier game this week, thankfully for you, right? Yeah, team... yeah, back, back home only the uh, <laughs> a one and two up. team.
1: We'll
0: yeah. <laughs> see. And a uh, quick word as well from you uh, on Sean McCoy, who decided to retire today, uh, set to retire as an Eagle as well. So, just a few minutes on, a few seconds on, what you think of him and how great his career was in Philly?
1: Oh, mate, what a legend! He's probably the Eagles' best player throughout the 2010 era. I mean, most rushing yards in the NFL. Most touches, most touchdowns among running backs in that era. So most fantasy points as well among uh-huh. running backs in that era. Now, what a what a great guy! He, he had a bit of a strange end to his uh, career, really, didn't he? Won a couple of rings, but was a scratch. Yeah, he was. Time, so it was yeah a bit of a strange end. But yeah, what a legend in a Eagles jersey there.
0: Yeah, he was brought in with us, obviously, in Kansas City to make the difference on third down with some passing plays. And unfortunately, I think it was two fumbles in his first two games. And then the playoffs came around the corner and he kind of didn't play at all. And then I remember in uh, Tampa, he got a concussion at the start of his Tampa Bay career. Didn't really play at all. They obviously brought in Fournette. uh, And then he kind of just disappeared as well and didn't really play in the playoffs. So he's got two rings, but he didn't really play. But obviously he is a good locker room guy and it's still nice to end your career that way, isn't it? So he's definitely a legend. Uh, yeah. And I think, what do you think? Arguably one of the more enjoyable running backs to watch. I know he was a bit strange how he carried the ball it was always a bit of a worry he was going to fumble it. But
1: Yeah, it was always a bit of a worry but I think that was add, uh, adds to his appeal, I think, of that kind of carry. Yeah, also I'd be interested to see down the line what kind of Hall of Fame recognition he gets because those stats I read out are pretty pretty good if from the 2010s. So, yeah, we'll see down the line.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting, actually. Um, Obviously, Frank Gore, similar situation in terms of number of years played. Obviously, he's played a few more, but they're kind of mentioned in the same breath, aren't they? But I think McCoy has got the, the higher end of a career. I don't think he's had as long in terms of carrying the ball but i think he's at a higher end so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him but great career i um, gonna retire as an eagle which is right uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens later on in his career whether he goes into coaching with andy reed his his best mate we'll see uh let's move on then from uh, mccoy and move on to this week's game so week four uh hell of a week week three like i said i managed to win by two points we both picked the cowboys as well so we ended up finishing i think it was i think i won 11-9 so we're 24 and 22 on the season so still very tight let's kick it off with tonight's game Thursday Night football Jags at Bengals um <laughs> this line started actually what a game so, yeah what a game this line started at six and a half uh everyone's bet the Bengals <laughs> because the Jags look atrocious and it's now gone to seven and a half so you're not getting that that key uh seven point win anymore uh you need the extra which is the hard thing to do in the NFL for most teams Bengals have got a lot of injuries I think Jesse Bates is set to be out. Um, Awuzie a might be out as well. And I think T. Higgins is nursing an injury and he's questionable. So, they have got a few injuries. Obviously, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase being the story of the season so far. What are your thoughts on this game? Is this number purely on how bad the Jags are? Because I don't think this number can be really to do with the Bengals. I think it has to be just because the Jags are terrible,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, just because the Jags are terrible. But then still, you know, the Broncos are 2-1, and one, aren't they? So, it's uh, the Bengals, sorry, 2-1. and one. Beat the Steelers last week. Yeah, it's a tough. One, this getting that extra point over the touchdown. You need a good
0: Lawrence game, don't you? If you're the Jags, if you want to get anywhere near this game.
1: You do, yeah. And I mean, you got to look at the Jags' schedule. Really, is as, as actually not looking at the spread. When are they actually going to win if they don't win this game? Obviously, there's a chance in London against the Dolphins because I feel like the games in London kind of even out because the games seem kind of slower on those pitches. But hmm, I don't know. I kind of like the Jags in this. <laughs> I thought yeah. you might. To the the I, Jags. The well, Jags. I say fall. I kind of like it, that doesn't mean I've made my mind up to go for the Jags <laughs> just yet. I need 30 more seconds, but.
0: Yeah, I think the Jags are the bet that a professional gambler in America, for example, in Vegas, they would put that bet on because you're getting that extra point over the spread. In terms of my opinion, I'm really worried about the Bengals' injuries. Their defence is not amazing, and all their injuries seem to be on the defensive side. So I, I'm worried about this in terms of a bet, but I have to go with Joe Burrow. I have to go with Jamar Chase. I'm going to take the 7.5. I know I shouldn't. If they win by 7, I'll be fuming, and that's probably what's going to happen. But I'm just going to lean Bengals minus seven and a half, I think.
1: Nice. I'm I'm going to go Jags. I think this is going to be a close game. I'd absolutely love the Jags to win this game. I'm not sure the likelihood of that, but I just want Trevor Lawrence to get a win under his belt. But yeah, I'll take the Jags.
0: And we all know you're a sneaky Urban Meyer fan, right? He's your guy, secretly. Yeah, I
1: I read earlier he he lost nine games. Ohio State out of like I can't remember like 100 something, and then he's he's lost three out of three already at the Jags. be <laughs> by November comes around, he'll have matched his Ohio State
0: total. <laughs> yeah, so there's no way he's not getting nine losses this year. I can guarantee him that. But uh, let's move on then from uh, the extravagant Thursday night football. Uh, this is the lot. I think mean this next week Fox Thursday night football starts as well. So we're hoping for better games. Uh, tends to be the case. Well, next the week's
1: Thursday night game is absolutely incredible.
0: Rams is that, and Seahawks yeah, yeah. see so when it gets to the Fox they just get better games it's strange I, I don't know why but it happens every year almost it seems uh, let's move on to Sunday then 6pm slate as always uh, we'll start off with the Washington football team who are at the Atlanta Falcons this line did surprise me a little bit uh, Washington are favoured so minus one favourites on the road to Atlanta I know the Falcons are pretty bad in week one and two but I don't think Washington's done much uh, their defence is near the bottom in terms of stopping teams scoring I think they're 29th in the NFL um pff have gotten as one of the worst graded defenses on the season so far chase young not having the impact we all thought so i think the defense is a bit worse but the problem is the falcons offensive line has been terrible Jalen mayfield's given up more pressures than anybody in the league so far from the guard position he plays left guard i think still for the falcons set to start this week so that's a bit of a worry but i think it's kind of all rested on can the falcons offense score enough points and carl pitt's not been as good as everyone thought He's uh, not getting the targets. That's the issue. He had two, three targets last weekend. caught two balls for like 34 yards, I think, or 36 yards. So he's a key one for me. Um, Calvin Ridley as well, also supposed to be the top wide receiver in fantasy this year in terms of yards, but he's not even in the top 10 at the moment. So I think those two weapons the Falcons need to use more. And if they do, I think they can score too many points for Washington to catch up, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, actually. So I was listening to the athletic podcast, I think it was like Tuesday, they kind of do like a, a mailbag, and they were talking about the Falcons, and a lot of the people were saying that this was last week was the worst that the Falcons have played out of all <laughs> three games and managed to managed to beat the Giants. I think it's just like Cordero Patterson's getting probably too many touches. Like, he, he's actually played well, hasn't he, Patterson? I mean, he's got 82 yards receiving last week, and but he's just getting too many targets when Pitts is out there and he's, just, I mean, three targets last week. I mean, the, the out ball he caught at the end to set up the uh, winning score was just great. I mean, he's yeah, he, um, just can't quite integrate him properly. Can the, uh, into the offense, but I like, I like the Falcons in this game to win it, to win the game outright for sure. I'm not, sold on Washington at all if that defence is not going to be what we thought then the offence is certainly not going to carry it, McLaurin's always going to get his yards and touches but apart from that I'm just it's not been incredibly impressive so far has it? You
0: seem to only see Heineke put up numbers once they're already in the deficit, you know when the game script has changed and they're down 14 points like the Bills that's when you see them score their points, they don't score points early on in games uh, and I think that kind of is a, is a sign of the offense, really. The offensive line has been okay. Cosme's done quite well. But I think the quarterback position, like we said, uh, in the, the off-season, was a bit of a worry. And now if it's Fitzpatrick's out. It's just not good enough for me. Uh, and with a spread minus one, like you said, you're basically picking the winner of the game. So I've actually gone Falcons already. Uh, wrote them down. They're one of my ones I wrote down straight away. Just because I just think if they're on, on offense, uh, they'll just score too many points. I don't expect them to be great on defense. I think Matt Ryan will probably still throw a pick or two. But... I just think they could win a game like 2017, very similar to they did against the Giants. To be honest, uh, I expect yeah. an ugly, well, ugly one. But I'm going to go Pitts and Ridley uh, to make a difference.
1: Yeah, same Falcons all the way. Yeah,
0: we're Falcons fan. Every time we uh, bet on the Falcons, it doesn't go well for us. So let's see if they uh, <laughs> let's see if they turn it around. Uh, next game, then the opposite to minus a minus one spread. We have the Texans at the Buffalo Bills. Biggest spread of the weekend. The Bills are favoured by 16 points. Um, which is a lot but behind closed doors everyone patrick doesn't see these spreads either until we're just about to record or live so what was your what were your thoughts when you when you heard or saw minus 16 that sound right
1: yeah i just did a big sigh because you know i don't like these massive spreads (laughs) because i'm not like a a massive gambler or anything so it's just yeah when i see a big spread like that i'm just not sure because then it comes in then your bias starts creeping in. I know I gave Josh Allen a lot of props last week, but then I think back to week one and two, and I think, oh, if he has a slow start, 16's pretty big to cover. But I liked how he played last week against uh, Washington, spreading the ball around a little bit more, looking after it. He was more accurate. Yeah, I felt like he had more zip on the ball as well. Obviously, uh, he throws the ball incredibly hard, doesn't he, anyway? But just felt like he had a bit more zip last week. Mm. Then you look at the Texans; they've each game has been pretty close. I and mean, it's the Browns, week two. It was only a ten point loss, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm a bit worried about Davis
0: Mills. He looked better in the second half last week in Thursday Night Football, mm-hmm. um, where they went a bit higher tempo and they kind of mixed the game up. But when they tried to play their normal offense, it didn't look great um, because they did rely on Tyrod's legs a little bit early on in the season. So. I think the offense worries me. I think the Texas defense is it, it's bad, but it's not as bad as what we thought. The O-line's done relatively well, which surprised me. Uh, and Brandon Cooks can knock up 100-odd yards, can't he, in, in a game? I wouldn't say easily, but relatively easily for for an average wide receiver. So, so, yeah, it's hard. Um, I'll let you go first on this one. This is one know. of those
1: games where if I go Texans, I know I'll be watching Red Zone, and within the first five minutes, the Bills will be up 14 nothing, and I'll be like, oh, no. But you know what? I'm going to go the Texans because it's a big spread. Yeah. That's... I'm just going to kind of protect myself there, and Josh Allen will have a average to good day, and I just think that the Texans might be able to scrape some enough points to cover.
0: Yeah, that's the clever thing to do. However, I'm going to go <laughs> Bills minus 16. Uh, I do think there's a chance we could see Mr. Trubisky in the fourth quarter in this game, which could be bad for my minus 16. But I'll lean minus 16 and hope they can pull it off. But uh, a, a very popular bet in America is a teaser where you can add seven points to this number. A lot of people are betting Texans plus 23, which I find hilarious. Yeah, uh, if, if it was 23, I'd do it, but 16, I'm just going to lean. Uh, I'm going to lean the Bills. I think. Uh, next game then, this is a line that's quite interesting so we've got the Lions at the Bears uh, NFC North showdown Uh, Bears are favoured by minus two and a half Uh, earlier in the week, Coach Matt Nagy said that, uh, I think it was Dalton, (laughs) Foles or (laughs) Fields could start this week, I personally think they're still going to lean Fields, hopefully they've improved the game plan, because last week he only had one, no sorry, two QB runs designed, even though he runs a 4-4, which is nuts uh, and in the first quarter, they only passed the ball once. So he was going from an average of third and 12 because the run game was just getting stuffed. And if that doesn't tell you you've done a bad game plan, I don't know what does. So I'm hoping they kind of make a better game plan against a team like the Lions with a, a weaker defence as well, a weaker front four. I'm hoping that's the case. But with Matt Maggie, I, I
1: did was, you see what Did you see what Miles Garrett said after the game? No. He said he couldn't believe that that was the Bears game plan that they didn't even try and move Fields kind of outside the pocket and get him throwing a little bit on the run. They just couldn't believe he was just like sat in the pocket, ripe for the picking.
0: Yeah, they just left him there basically to be absolutely smashed for the whole game. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, I'm hoping a different game plan. Uh, Nothing will shock me with the Bears. Um, But the Lions, they've covered two of their games so far on the spread. I think they look better, don't they? Would you say the Lions than we thought?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm 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 ready to go on on my pick. I'm going the Lions to win this game because <laughs> I like I kinda of like that the way that the they look. I mean it was a heartbreaker losing last week. That fourth and nineteen, you can't do anything about a sixty six yard field goal. I mean, you you don't expect that to hit, but the fourth and nineteen was terrible. Our Lamar just like floated that ball in, so I'm not happy with that. But I honestly think they're gonna go in to Chicago and win Dan Campbell is going to get his first win as Lions coach. Because I just think all round, fundamentally, they just look a better team than the Bears. And I just can't see Fields coming in. with. I mean, what they are going to do? A new game plan is going to start moving around a lot more, throwing on the run. I don't know. I just can't see it. I can see Fields like 150 yards passing and the, the Lions getting after him again. No, I'd like them to win this game.
0: Yeah, the O-line worries me a lot. Um, but we said in the summer, I was a big Fields fan. I didn't want Dalton to start. So I'm going to trust in Fields, which means we've got we've done four games so far and we've, we've done three different answers on all of them. I'm going to go Bears minus two and a half. I think they can win the game. But it has to be with a different game plan. And if I wake up on Sunday and see the words Nick Foles is starting, <laughs> then, then I'm ripping this up as a loss because the Lions will win. Well,
1: if, mate, if Nick Foles gets in at QB... my timeline's going to go
0: crazy I can't wait if Folds or Dalton starts I'm fuming because Jared Goff is by far the better QB there Um, but yeah I'm going to go Bears and hope that Fields plays if not I'll be absolutely fuming and I'll write it down as an early early loss but we shall see Uh, let's move over then to a team that demolished the team that you love the Cowboys we've got Panthers at Cowboys this line It was two and a half, actually, um, which I find interesting. But after the Cowboys won, it has moved now. It's minus three and a half to the Cowboys, so they're over a field goal favourite, which I think does make this game quite difficult. Um, Panthers have got the best defence in basically all metrics in the NFL so far. Uh, Brian Burns looks incredible. They are missing JC Horn for this game. Um, And they also traded for CJ Henderson, didn't they? Uh, From No. Did they trade for C? Yeah, they did. Who did they trade for? Jags. Yeah, traded him from, from the Jags. Uh, I don't think he'll be ready to go for this game, so they're going to be down on the starting corner by the looks of it. Cowboys played really, really well against the Eagles. I think the defence second half not as good, but the offence looked really, really good. Uh, even Zeke looked better than normal, which is uh, quite shocking, to be honest. But uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Obviously, so you've seen the Cowboys first hand. You love the Panthers so far this season, so
1: what are your views? Yeah, oh, mate, this is a really tough, tough spread because I was looking at some... Stuck with Donald earlier and just the improvement on his Jets career is massive. I think he's like fifth or sixth in the league, like yards per attempt. And that is not something that he has ever come close to <laughs> in his career no. before. He was always like bottom six. So he is playing like so much better, like they're scheming up for him. And is, is McCaffrey out?
0: McCaffrey is out. Yeah, Chuba Hubbard's going to start for the Panthers.
1: Right, yeah, I'm 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 gonna have to take the Cowboys. I think the Panthers are gonna suffer their first loss this week. I'll take the Cowboys minus three and a half just because I think the offence can put up enough points. I know the Panthers have been awesome on defence so far. Like Jeremy Chin as well, a player I really yeah. love, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go the Cowboys high powered offence, I'm afraid.
0: Yeah, I've gone the same. I've gone Cowboys as well. Uh, I agree with you, Panthers defence is really good, but not all the time, but nine times out of ten, if the O-line doesn't play terribly, which the Cowboys, I don't think they will, then a good quarterback normally does beat a good defence. I think Dax played really well this season. Uh, He was really good against the Eagles, so yeah, I'm going to go the same. I prefer if it was three, I won't lie, but I'll take the three and a half and hope that Mike McCarthy actually pulls his finger out and calls some good plays and doesn't try and kick a field goal with zero seconds left like he tends to do. But, yeah, I'll go the same as you. Uh, Darnold's been really, really good. Obviously, a bit of a less of a com- comfort blanket with McCaffrey being out. But I still think this would be a close game. But I just expect it to be like a 6-7 point margin uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, but we'll see. This is a good game, actually. A sneaky good game. In the, yeah, in the- it is a good game, yeah.
1: Uh, so I'm quite surprised that they didn't pick this one on Sky.
0: Yeah, I think it was up there in our list, wasn't it? When we were talking off air the other day about considerations, yeah, exactly. it was definitely, it was definitely up there. It's a sneaky good un- uniform matchup as well. They both got cool uniforms as well, so yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, very. <laughs> it'll look good on TV. Um, cool. Let's move to the next game then. Uh, Colts at Dolphins. Uh, I assume Wentz will play with his slightly broken ankles, uh, and I think Brissette will play as well. So we've got Dolphins are favoured at home to the Colts minus two. This is the spread that I hated the most this week because I just wanted someone to be three and a half just so I could pick whoever had the extra half because I think these two teams and these two offences are not great uh, and I just think they both seem like they're stumbling through the season which team gives you more confidence on offence you think they can do something in this game or are you kind of going defence versus defence here
1: yeah this is a real tough game because this kind of feels like not seasons on the line but almost for both teams to be honest with you I think it's gonna be it has to be defense versus defense and Brissett looked okay at times even he, he, he was he was okay at the end of the game wasn't he against the Raiders he kind of pulled them into ot but oh, I don't know mate this is a it's a real real tough game
0: it's a tough game I think
1: it's a really really horrible game I'm gonna I don't know, the, I like the Colts defence. Obviously it's got nothing to do with Wentz. I just like the Colts defence. I've been banging on about it all summer. 0 <laughs> three. I just think this is it for the for the Colts. You start 0-4, I mean that you what you always say, it's like 95% chance of you not making the playoffs, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: It's and then they got the Ravens the week after, and I just think, yeah. I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to take the Colts to win this game. And I think there's going to be a lot of unhappy Dolphins fans on my timeline. I expect this. What is the uh, under on this game? I expect this to be very low scoring.
0: Oh, I'll pull that up and have a look. Um, I have gone the Colts as well, though, just whilst we're here talking about it. I think it was tough for me because the Dolphins in the first half of the Raiders, the offense did look really bad. But then Brissett did pull it out in the second half and in the fourth quarter they did okay. I know I complained about their running it on, <laughs> on for third and what was it, third and two with like twenty-one seconds, they ran it and nearly ran out the clock, which would have been horrific. But um, yeah, the first half for me, the offense was terrible. Uh and I just that worries me a little bit. I think Wentz isn't great, but there's still been times where they've been able to put a drive together and they've been able to run the football with those two running backs. Uh, so I think I'm going to go Colts as well. And Colts is obviously plus two. So if something weird goes on <laughs> and the Colts somehow like lose by one, we still win this bet. So if, uh, I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm actually struggling to get the total up at the moment. I don't know if it's off the board. Let's have a look somewhere else. Uh, OK, actually, I've got it now. Do you want to guess the total? No, go on. <laughs> 42 points. It is the lowest of the weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah that does not shock me at all. <laughs> I'd expect that. That could even go quite a little bit under I expect to grind it out game but we'll see Yeah, But
0: both of us going Colts uh, We're Carson Wentz believers for the day uh, Why don't we move to the next game that actually is also the same points total 42, they're the joint lowest of the week Giants at Saints Quite surprising to me that the Saints are favoured here by 7.5 points when the offence has not looked great but is that just because how bad the Giants are you think?
1: Yeah, there's absolutely no way I don't think that you can take the Saints with that because you just, at the minute, three weeks into the season, you don't know what you're going to get, do you? Obviously, you're going to get low yardage anyway from Winston. That seems to be the game plan, but it was weeks one and three were okay. From Winston I mean obviously I know he threw five touchdowns against the Packers but the yardage was still real low but week 2 was I mean that was an absolute disaster 11 for 22 111 <laughs> 11 yards two interceptions no touchdowns no run game either that day no I know the Giants are bad but I, I can't take the saints that I've got to go Giants nine or, seven or 5.
0: yeah I agree I've kind of I've done the same giant seven and a half plus seven and a half but I did it through gritted teeth (laughs) this is the sort of game where after a quarter and a half you could be sat watching red zone thinking I've lost that 100% because if the Saints run the ball well or get a pick six like they did last weekend off Matt Jones if they get it off Daniel Jones then you could get to the point where they're like 16 17 nil up early on and you're like oh great I'm probably going to lose this bet but Daniel Jones has actually played relatively well this season, um, which I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear, especially against Washington. He was very, very good. So I still think the Giants could put up enough offense. I think Jason Garrett's play calling uh, by PFF ranks is 32 out of 32 coordinators. Uh, that's how bad he's been. But I still think Jones has been pretty good. So I'm going to go Giants 7.5 as well. Both teams have actually got a relatively good defense here. So I expect this to go under 42 as well. I can't see this going over. Can you?
1: No, not last year. So there's a couple of a pick-six or maybe a special teams kind of touchdown. But, I mean, the Giants, the last two weeks, I think they lost the games by a combined, like, four points. So they're kind of in there, but, they, yeah, yeah, I expect them to cover this. Yeah,
0: so do I. Um, And now they're going to lose by 21, just to continue the David (laughs) Gettleman era, knowing this, but we'll see. Uh, Let's move over to the 6pm game on Sky Sports then. So they chose the Browns at Vikings, which we kind of thought they would. The Browns are favoured on the road by two points. It's Browns minus two in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins basically having another season of his career. Uh, His numbers are absolutely crazy. Leads the league in a lot of the advanced metrics just behind Carr, some of the counting stats. He's been really, really good. Brown's defence looked absolutely incredible last week. And I know the Vikings' O-line isn't as bad as the Bears, but I still don't think it's great. I still think that Cousins is going to be running for his life at times or just handing it off. Uh, have you heard at all anything on Dalvin Cook? Because I know he didn't play last week. Is there any rumours on him?
1: No, still the only thing I've seen is doubtful.
0: So Could be a game-time decision thing again like last week then, which... <laughs> I don't know how much it matters Madison was good last week, but I do prefer Dalvin Cook sometimes in the short yardage. Uh, even if Madison was pretty good last week in the past game, I think Cook's are superior in that, that short yardage. But yeah, I think the Vikings offense will be good, but I think the Browns are going to score points as well. This game for me is going to be an over. I don't know what the total is, but I'll, I'll definitely bet an over on it. I think it's going to be a fun game. It's a good game for Sky to pick. Which side of the ball are you most concerned about? If you're a, if you're you're If you're betting on the Browns to go on the road and win, Which side of their game are you more worried about? You worried about them scoring enough points, or you think you worried about them stopping Cousins?
1: No, I think they'll. You know the Vikings are going to get some, get the points, aren't they? Because they seem to be pretty potent on offense. I mean, even the tight end was um, Conklin. He was he stepped up last week and had a good game, but no, it's the. I'm interested to see the Browns on offence. I read earlier, like like I said, when I was looking at Darnold, I looked at Mayfield. Mayfield's like third in the league at yards per attempt, <laughs> and that is something else that you kind of don't expect. Yeah. And maybe that's coming from less attempts, but... He has played like...
0: against this Chiefs defence, though, so I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I do like the way he's kind of playing this year. He's... I-, I like him when you don't go kind of... Bombs away, and you you know what they're gonna do, the Browns. But they do they do it well. Obviously, they've got the double-headed running backs, haven't they? Yeah, and
0: then and then they throw.
1: going Vikings. I'm gonna go Vikings. I like them to win this game. I think the Vikings are much better. That game against the Bengals now looks horrendous. Yeah, it does. On that on the schedule, it looks so so bad now. They should have had that, and they should really be neck and neck with the Packers for the division because I think those are going to be some great games, Packers-Vikings, but that loss to Cincinnati looks absolutely horrific now.
0: That surprises me. I, I Sometimes I write down what I think you're going to say before we uh, start talking about each game and I had you going down as a Browns then. I thought you were going to go to the Browns on the road so you surprised me. Uh, I'm going Vikings uh, I've got a weird love for Kirk Cousins which I can't quite describe but it seems to come up every week on the pod uh, and I think he's done very well this season I think the offence will be good enough I like the plus two if there's some weird missed uh, extra point sort of scenario um, so I like that for the Vikings uh, I think they'll score enough points I think both teams will score points and it'll be whoever has the ball last situation to be honest uh, so I'm just going to lean with the home team and say Kurt Cousins gets it done uh, don't you think these two quarterbacks are very similar in terms of their actual ability? Not what their perceived ability is. I think people think Cousins is terrible, but don't you think they're very similar? Like They haven't got the greatest arm, but they can read defence as well. Both teams run the ball and go play action. I think they're quite similar.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think Kirk Cousins is probably most underrated quarterback of the last 10 years. I, just, I don't understand the, the hate towards him, to be honest with you. I think he's a... If he was the Eagles quarterback, I'd be happy to plug him in for five, six years, to be honest with you. But yeah, uh, interesting that the uh, Mayfield contract as well, when that situation is going to arise very shortly, isn't it?
0: Yeah, if they carry on winning games, especially with the Chiefs faltering and they get to like, I don't know, them and Buffalo, maybe first in the AFC battling out. I think that's going to put pressure on them, isn't it, to make a decision, but um, we'll see. And just an additional Kirk Cousins. I don't think his vaccine stance helped him at all uh, this summer. Uh, I think that killed him a little bit with some fans. Uh, And the over-under for this game, 51.5. It was 50, but everyone's betting over, so it's gone all the way to 51.5. So, yeah, a lot of points expected in that one. Uh, That leads on to the last two games then in the 6pm slate. Both of them 7.5. Uh, road favourites. We'll start with the Titans at the Jets. I was surprised this was not more than seven. Uh, We took these numbers last night, so it could be seven and a half this morning, but when we took them, they were seven. Uh, I'll just kick us off. I had to go. I'm just going to go straight in. I've gone Titans minus seven. The Jets look awful. Again, the defence is still bad, even with a good defensive coach. They're not as bad as we thought, but they're still pretty bad. Um, Zach Wilson is throwing to people that aren't there. The offensive line Looks woeful. I know Becton's missing. He's going to miss this game as well. Uh, and the Titans aren't great up front, but if they can't get a pass rush on the Jets, they're not going to get a pass rush on anyone. So I expect this game to be pretty ugly. And then Derek Henry to close it out on the floor. So I'm going to go Titans minus seven. I think I would bet this if it was minus nine and a half. That's how confident I feel.
1: Yeah, they, uh, well, I'm not wavering, but the, I think AJ Brown and Julio Jones, it's up in the air if they're both going to play.
0: Oh yeah, AJ Brown, hamstring injury, yeah, you're right. Uh, It could just be Derek Henry running the ball every
1: play. Yeah, yeah, which makes it an interesting game. I don't know, you you always think these bad teams are going to have one week where they have a real close game where maybe on paper they shouldn't do, but I think I'm just going to have to go Titans because the Jets... We always have this discussion, who's the worst, at uh, the Jets and the Jags. I don't know, man, I like the Jets for that. Yeah, I agree. I think Zach Wilson... The offensive line just is not good, is it? Without Becton, especially, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to go to the Titans. This could be a big week from Derek Henry, if you've got him in your fantasy team, you know what I think? Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree. Uh, I actually think if you're someone in Dynasty and you have got Zach Wilson, you might get lucky this week, though, because their defence... So the Titans isn't great, and they have the teams they played so far. I can't remember who they played now in week one, but they've obviously played this. Did they play the Saints? I can't remember. They've definitely played the Patriots, and I can't remember who they played the week before that when they got loads of interceptions as well. But they played some of the strongest. Oh, the Jets, uh, they played the Panthers, didn't they? Oh, uh, yeah, Panthers, yeah. So they played the hardest schedule from defenses. So I think Wilson will be better, but the O line is just too much to worry for me. So I still think there'll be one interception or maybe some sort of fumble uh, due to pressure. So I think the Titans are a good bet. Uh, I think this will be a really ugly game, though, if the Titans don't have Jones and Brown, because they're going to be throwing to tight ends and running it, and the Jets are going to be doing Jets things. So I think this could be quite an ugly game. Uh, that leads on to the last game, then. We have to leave this one for last on the 6pm slate. Chiefs at Eagles. Uh, I texted you earlier in the weekend the line was five and a half to the Chiefs, which I bet straight away. Uh has now been bet to minus seven for the Chiefs. They're a touchdown favourite on the road in Philly. Uh, five and a half was crazy, I, I know when I texted you you were shocked weren't you when you saw five and a half so I think seven's a more fair line would you say
1: yeah absolutely given the Eagles last two weeks on offence I think that was I mean five or five and a half was quite ridiculous to be honest with you yeah it's not been good for the Eagles on offence the last two weeks I just don't think even though the Chiefs defense has looked pretty porous so far against the run and the pass I just don't know whether the Eagles can put up enough yards to get closer I, I think like it's it's weird if the Eagles can get a few big plays they may be able to cover like the, the back door but they don't seem to have like a grind it down 10 play drive that they can actually finish on I feel like Hertz has been okay at times and abysmal at others. He he was not good against um, the Cowboys at all. He looks better when they move him around, but the wide receivers are not getting much separation either. What's
0: going on with Sanders? Has he done something, you think? Did he fumble the game before? Maybe I didn't know, or you just think they just decided to go... They started losing and they just started to go past heavy. Or has Sanders yeah, looked, done something. It
1: looked absolutely incredible in week one. Sanders getting his touches out the backfield and receiving. But yeah, it's strange one. It's a strange start for the new coaching staff. Obviously, I mean, I've seen. Obviously, I follow lots of Eagles fans who were saying he's out of his depth. But then, I mean, that has to come back to the. The hiring process of hiring someone that's already out of his depth after three games, so it's yeah. yeah we will see. I like they, the Chiefs to cover this game. I I, I don't uh, necessarily go with the pissed off kind of Mahomes thing. Do you know what I mean? I just think the Chiefs are going to cover because they've got far more talent than the Eagles, and then I can see I can see this being like a kind of like a 42. 28 kind of game. I think the Eagles will get, maybe get something late, but like I said, it's going to be based on big plays, I think, rather than grinding out drives.
0: Yeah, the red zone for the Eagles has been the issue, hasn't it, on both ends. The Chiefs' red zone defence is bad as well, but um, the offence for the Eagles uh, and the red zone haven't been great, so they need to fix that. And it is, the Chiefs are a good team to fix it. They are bottom of the league for red zone defence, so this could be the week where they start converting on those drives. But I agree with you. I think a lot of the plays have been... Uh, Great passes. Like, his long-range passing is actually better than I thought. I mean, is it Quez Watkins has caught two bombs now so far this season?
1: Yeah, yeah. Quez Watkins, he looks quite good, actually. He's, he looks yeah. superior to Riga. Something's happening with Jalen Riga. I hope it's not going to be like a, kind of another busted high-end wide receiver.
0: <laughs> it seems that way. I, I saw the coach's staff he didn't didn't try and help with that interception. Uh, he just yeah. let that Dallas player catch it, didn't he? But but yeah, I think injuries as well. Philly are not great. Um, the Chiefs injuries. Uh, so Frank Clark may or may not play, but uh, I don't talk about Frank Clark very much on this podcast. But anyone who follows me on Twitter knows that I hate Frank Clark. <laughs> so I don't know if that makes an actual difference to the game, but he might not play for the Chiefs. And in terms of the Eagles, it's all really offensive linemen. Uh, I think, is it Malata, the left tackle? Uh, he's got an injury. Dickerson and Kelsey and Lane Johnson are all limited in practice with injuries. So I don't know how many of them are going to play and how many of them are not going to play. Uh, but it just doesn't look great off the offensive line, which does need to be really good to give Hurts that time. Um, and I think they can do it against the Chiefs, but you wouldn't ideally wouldn't want to be going in with two or three backups in this game. I don't think that would help you score enough points. So I'm going to go with you as well. I'm going to go Chiefs minus seven. Uh I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be very good against this defence uh, of the Eagles after watching the Cowboys play them. Uh, I think there'll be some interior push from the Eagles' defensive line, but the best part of the Chiefs' offensive line is the interior, uh, whereas I don't think your edge rushes are as good as your interior rushes. So I think those strength on strength kind of combine quite well. So I think Travis Kelsey uh, and I think potentially Clyde Edgelaire is, is going to have a pretty big day and the Chiefs should win. Uh, I think they'll probably win by about... I want to see an absolute drubbing, to be honest. Uh, the Chiefs seem like they've got that in them, but I'm just going to go with ten points, uh, just a so nice just over the spread. So I'll take Chiefs minus seven, and we'll see if me and you are uh, still friends come uh, <laughs> come, yeah. come Sunday night. At least it's an early game, but I don't know if that's actually worse because that might annoy one of us for the uh, for the later game potentially.
1: But no, we'll nothing could annoy me like getting beat by Dallas, so I'll <laughs> be absolutely fine. The, the late slate is too good.
0: Yes, true, true. Let's move on then to that. Um, I was going to try and start with the worst game, but I don't quite know what is the worst game. So I'm just going to go in order I've got them written down. So I'm going to do Cardinals at Rams, I believe. Is this the um, Sky game? Is that right? Yeah,
1: this is a Sky game at
0: 9.05. Oh, so they've done what you said they're going to do. They're probably going to miss the first couple of minutes of the quarter, aren't they? Or they're going to to finish the 6pm game early, aren't they, to score if the Browns are winning or, or Vikings are winning by over a touchdown, do you think? But the spread is Rams minus four and a half. Uh, I think it opened up at three and a half. And it's been bet right out to four and a half. So everyone seems to be betting on the Rams. Both teams, very good start to the season. Cardinals, obviously, I think a little bit lucky, to be honest. To beat the Vikings, that missed kick was just not good. Uh, That was Zimmer doing Zimmer things where he runs the ball too much and he ends up having to kick like a 55-yard field goal when he could just have kicked a 30-yard if he'd have passed the ball. But uh, overall, Kyler Murray's looked great. Uh, Defensive backs still looks pretty poor, but I think the young linebackers have looked really, really good. JJ Watts looks pretty good. Obviously, Chan Jones looks really good. So I think both defences are relatively good, especially up front. Um, I do like Jalen Ramsey versus Hopkins, though, as a battle on the outside. That's going to be fun, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely, Oh, What a game this is. Uh, I think with it being in L.A. as well, you kind of get that sway towards the Rams anyway, don't you? But I just love the Cardinals this season. I love the way that they're playing. Just Murray looks like a kind of early MVP candidate. But everybody, including you now, as you declared last week or earlier this week, absolutely love the Rams. They're at number one in everyone's power rankings. You see my tweet about power rankings, by the way, today. I just think they're an absolute joke.
0: Oh, I'm too annoyed by it. People are putting the Chiefs in 13th when they know they would, <laughs> s- when they would smash every team above them, except for probably three. And, it, and it, on a good day, and I'm just like, this is a joke. People, what was the team I saw above? This? I think I saw the Steelers and who was the other team? It was an NFC team. It might have even been the Vikings, and I do like the Vikings. Both above the Chiefs today on an ESPN rank, and I just thought, you know what? I can't be bothered to reading these <laughs> power ranks. I've got a friend, Josh, shout out, who does his own power rankings for a full 10 yards website. He listens to this podcast, uh, and as much as I love him, I even look at his power rankings and I struggle just because I just... That, they're designed to create controversy, aren't they? I think a
1: little bit. Yeah, absolutely. They get so many uh, clicks, though, don't they? It's like you can see why people carry on with them. But well, I, I click them just so
0: I can have a little nibble and have a bite, bite on Twitter. So I think absolutely
1: fuming. Yeah, yeah, basically.
0: But um yeah, I've seen the Cardinals as the top five team in some people. So I know, like, we don't really like power rankings, but people are putting them up there. Do you think they've got enough? kind of defensive stability to stop the Rams from scoring because Stafford has looked good so far.
1: Yeah, Stafford's looked great so far, hasn't he? I think this is going to be a, another great... Kind of a different test to what the Buccaneers brought because now the expectation is on L.A. to perform, would you not say, rather than yeah, Arizona being...
0: Especially ex- on the road as well.
1: Yeah, being in L.A., so... I'm. I love Cooper Cup's just been incredible so far. I just don't think you can rely on Deshaun Jackson for three receptions, 120 yards every week. But
0: they've got to use Robert Woods more, I think, a little bit. To be honest, yeah,
1: really. Robert Woods only three receptions last week, and on the ground. I mean, Michelle, certainly Michelle ground it out, didn't he? He was only like three and a half average carry. I mean, he had 20 carries, but do you know what? I'm going to go Arizona.
0: I knew you'd go to Arizona. you were going Arizona. You knew how
1: much I like Arizona, <laughs> and I know how much you like LA, so I'm going to go Arizona, plus 4.5.
0: On the Cliff Kingsby bandwagon, which I love to see.
1: Coach of the year, yeah. you had him, Did you not have him first to get fired?
0: Yes, I did, yes.
1: Who did that... I? Think? Uh... Not my, Zach Wilson. Um, not the Zach Wilson. Um... Zach Taylor. It's like Taylor, yeah, from the Bengals. Still, still, that one could happen because the offence
0: numbers aren't great. It's just Burrow making Hail Marys to uh, Jamar Chase. but, but Jamar uh, Chase, yeah. I, I, I shared some odds with you and Urban Meyer is uh, quite clear the favourite in that at the moment. But uh, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury saved his job. Even though he's done nothing, and it's all Kyler Murray making incredible plays. Some of the play calls are terrible. You took us, you're looking like wide receiver screens at third and twelve, but Kyler Murray just scrambles and turns it into a, into a run play that, that gets a first down. But uh, anyway, do slag off Cliff every week. Uh, I, I'm going to go Rams. Obviously, uh, offense too good. Like I said, uh, I think this will be another. I think this is the second highest points total of the week. I expect this to be an over play. To be honest, potentially for a lot of people. Uh, I want to see how good, see if Cooper Cup can do it another week because he has been amazing, uh, and I'll be interested, like I said earlier, to see Ramsey, see if he does go across to Hopkins or does he, uh, does he go across and just play the slot like he did last week? Because last week they didn't put him on Mike Evans, they put him in the slot quite a lot just to guard whoever was there. So I'll be interested to see what they do, but um,
1: nah, no, yeah. I think they'll keep him in the slot. I don't think they want him on DeAndre Hopkins. I think he takes that personally, Hopkins.
0: Yeah, I mean, better off just doubling Hopkins, aren't you, and let Ramsey do whatever he wants on the other side then, potentially. But, yeah, interesting matchup's It's going to be a fun one. Uh, that leads us on to another NFC West game. Uh, Seahawks at 49ers. 49ers are favoured by two and a half at home. I think this line is pretty much perfect, to be honest. Uh, When I saw it, this was a dead-on, I thought, yeah, that effect. Uh, It kind of says if they played it on a neutral field, Seahawks would be 0.5 point favourites, which which sounds about right. So uh, Seahawks need a win here, really. Not looked great the last couple of weeks. Was it Titans and Vikings? Really, really, second half of the game, they've really struggled to score points on both those defences, of which both are pretty poor, to be honest. Uh, and also their defense has given up a lot of points in the second half of both those games. So the Seahawks now on average, I think, are the third worst team in the NFL in second half of games. Uh, so it's not it's not great for the Seahawks. I think 49ers played pretty well, didn't they, against the Packers? I know they ended the game with a bit of stupid time management that we spoke about last time. But I think overall, they looked pretty good. Jimmy G, I'm still not sure about, but the run game looks good. The defensive line looks like it's coming back to form, which is good. Um, so I think this is a really tough game to call, actually.
1: Yeah, I actually think that this is... I know we're only in week four. I think this is kind of like across the whole of the NFL. This is kind of like the biggest game of the season so far. Just because one of the other teams is going to go to 4-0 and o in the division. Unless it's yes. a ridiculous tie. And then the Seahawks could fall to 1-3. and three, And that is a big hole to come back in that division. And then, you know, if the Seahawks win... And they both be kind of two and two. And it's still Seattle to go to, well, I think the Rams go to Seattle then week five Thursday night. This just feels like a huge game. And it's, yeah, incredibly tough to call. For me, Seattle, it depends on how many big plays they can hit against that 49 a secondary, which is which looked better against the Eagles, but I don't know whether that's the Eagles' <laughs> efficiency. So, I mean, last week, I mean, I mean, Rodgers hit some, some magical passes, didn't we? we didn't really touch on that, did we, on Monday? But he threw some absolute beautiful spirals to uh, Devontae Adams that I don't think you can really defend against. So it's it's hard to judge, actually, how good the fo- or how bad the 49ers' secondary is. I think we'll find out more this week. It's just the big playability of Seattle. Yeah, it's real tough, this one. I'm going to go Seahawks.
0: Interesting. I didn't know where you were going to go, then. I've gone Seahawks as well. Uh, I just think we spoke about it so many times. This is not how games necessarily work for the 49ers. They're not going to be looking ahead, but the 49ers have a much easier schedule, because I do think the Seahawks need to win this game. So I think that kind of desperation paired with history where the Seahawks normally do okay against the 49ers uh, historically, I think that Russell Wilson will have a big enough game uh, and I think they're going to try and generate a turnover or two off Jimmy. I think that's going to be the key. Uh, So I think I'm going to go Seahawks as well plus two and a half. Seahawks games tend to be weird, don't they? In the fourth quarter, so God knows where I am.
1: Incredibly weird. Obviously, you can't do anything about the Rams and Cardinals being on Sky but this is a It's a crime that this game is somehow not also live on Sky for people to watch if you've not got Game Pass.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sometimes you wish they would do what they do with the Premier League and put two games on on a different channel, don't you, as well? But not the case. But, yeah, I think Seahawks, big game. Uh, I look forward to seeing it, I think. There's going to be a lot of Seahawks fans travelling down to San Francisco as well, aren't they, to try and get it. So we'll see. I think Seahawks lose this. I'd be really worried about that. For me, the division's gone if they lose this. They could still get a wild card, potentially. But even then, the pressure is is really on. Uh, Let's move over then to uh, the Ravens at the Broncos. Um, Broncos are one-and-a-half-point favourites, so they don't quite get the full three points normally at home. Which did surprise me a little bit, just because historically, with Mile High being... The altitude. The Broncos are very, very good at home, but also the Ravens are very, very good against teams that are potentially worse than them. Uh, Broncos have had the easiest start to the season in terms of schedule, three and zero. Ravens have had a relatively hard start, minus one game um, on the road to Raiders and home to Chiefs is a very difficult start. The Ravens did not look as good last week. I think Lamar Jackson's not practiced either fully all week. Uh, with a back injury now, as well to go with the hips that he had last week. So yeah, this is a hard game for me to call, just in terms of I don't know how healthy people are, and the Ravens did not look great last week, but uh, I've wrote down Ravens plus one and a half, because I think the Broncos, and this could be some AFC West bias, <laughs> are a fraud, I think. Yeah, I think they're the team that you see start really well, and, they, and someone normally fades away. I don't think it's going to be the Raiders. I don't think the Cardinals are going to fade away as much. I think the Broncos... I've been lucky with the start of the season they've had. So I think Ravens plus one and a half is a good bet for me.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go the same. Ravens plus one and a half. Simply because I actually don't really know anything about the Broncos. They've played... Well, I mean, they haven't played a team that's won a game yet. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. The Jags, the Jets, and then the Giants in week one. I mean... How oh, good I are mean, they? I mean, at the end of the day, you can only beat what's on your schedule, as like the old cliche goes, can't you? But Bridgewater's been fine, but i expect him to be fine against those three teams. So, yeah, this is probably the team that I feel like I've got the least handle on in the whole of football, to be honest. I mean, yeah,
0: they're, well, they're missing Jerry Judy, aren't they? And uh, I think, was it Courtland Sutton or was it Tim Patrick? One of them didn't practice this week. Um, I can't remember. i did to get the full report up. But uh, they're missing two wide receivers, basically, if you include Jerry Judy. So the offence could actually take a bit of a hit.
1: Yeah. Also, um, KJ Hamler is out for the season now. Maybe, well. Yeah,
0: that, that might be who I was talking about. Um, yeah,
1: he's torn his ACL, hasn't he? Tim Patrick had a great week last week against the Jets. But, yeah, yeah, I think we're going to find out about the Broncos. I think if they win this game, and then I think that's going to raise a lot of eyebrows. Because you look at 3-0, don't you, and think... That's a nice start, but then when you actually look into the play, it's like, Yeah, okay, <laughs> that you should be three and them. You should so. be, yeah, I
0: agree. Yeah, I think it was, um, it was Hammer that I was talking about, and then it was Graham Glasgow and Dalton Reisner, who the both guards didn't practice on Wednesday, um, and weren't sketched, scheduled to practice today either. So they've got some issues on offense. So, yeah, I think the Ravens are an easy one here. Uh, I think they'll. It wouldn't shock me if this was another Tucker field goal just because of how poor the Ravens' defence looked last week But um, against an average QB. But yeah, I think Ravens plus one and a half is a, is a good bet. Now, that leads on to the last game then of the slate. Steelers at Packers. This line shocked me. Uh, I think maybe it's the defence of the Steelers, but Packers are only favoured by six and a half. So they're underneath the touchdown mark that we always talk about that's so crucial when you bet bet the NFL. Uh, and I just have to go as minus six and a half straight off the bat. So nice. <laughs> I, I spoke about it all off season. Big Ben is terrible. Uh, and there's a funny compilation video of his highlights from last weekend going long where he first snap, he falls over. And he t- takes it. Second snap, he runs for the first down, but he trips whilst trying to slide. The third one, he rolls right, throws a bomb in, in quotes, and it lands two yards in front of him straight into the, someone else's arms. And the third one, he tries to throw a long pass down the sideline to Najee Harris and it hits a cameraman in the head.
1: So <laughs> I've not seen the cameraman one.
0: Yeah, it's not great. Uh, and I just think he's terrible. I think I thought this was going to be seven and a half. And then I might take the Steelers because of the defence. I'm not sure if TJ Watt's going to play or not. But I'll just have to say, look, Aaron Rodgers looked good. I don't think the Steelers can score enough points with the way they play offence. So I'm going to go Packers minus six and a half. I think it's probably my bet of the week, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'm going to join you in the same. I'm just looking at how many times that Roethlisberger has. So I've got a 58-attempt game, 40-attempt game, and I just want to go back and look at week one, 32-attempt game. So it's actually getting higher. I mean, 58 attempts last week, and to get 10 points against the Bengals at home is it's not good, is it? I do like the Steelers' defence, but...
0: The All toe they, seem the to toe doing, they
1: seem to be doing is kind of running Najee Harris up the middle, up the gort for hot, barely nothing, or Big Ben just slings it. And then, so, yeah, it's, I don't know what the game plan is, to be honest with you. I mean, when they tried to move him, and why are you trying to move him around the pocket is what was made me laugh last week when he, like, sprinted out to the right. I just thought, oh, no, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but...
0: They moved him in the pocket more than Matt Nagy moved Justin Fields. Which, <laughs> yes, did. which is a damning report on both <laughs> offensive coordinators there, unfortunately. Uh, total for this game by the way, 45 and a half. Would you go under or over 45? Because obviously Green Bay can put up points. And we've seen the Steelers defence score a touchdown here and there as well. So would you go over 45 and a half? Or you think Big Ben's so bad that you go under?
1: No, I probably... I would go under actually. Cause, yeah. yeah, I think I'd go under. I would go under.
0: It's the same points total as Denver-Baltimore, and neither offence scores a lot of points in those two teams, so it doesn't doesn't shock me that uh, I thought this game might be a bit higher, but yeah, I think under's potentially a a play. Uh, Let's move over to Sunday Night Football then, a game that everyone is talking about. Uh, Also, a bit of breaking news we had, I think it was yesterday now, wasn't it? Richard Sherman, ex-49ers corner, signing with Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay signing Sherman and the Chiefs signing Josh Gordon in the same week is uh, <laughs> just shows that both teams are very much all in now, I think. Uh, I don't think Sherman will play in this game, though. Uh, they're missing Jamal Dean. They're going to be obviously Sherman's not going to play. Uh, so, yeah, they're a bit caught up in the secondary. But Tom Brady, going back to New England, what are your thoughts on this big game?
1: Uh, well, for a start, Richard Sherman's number five. I just don't... I don't think classic... I, I don't know if there's a number 25 in the books, actually, but just classic players shouldn't change the number. But I
0: think McCoy was 25, but now he's retired today. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think... I mean, 6.5. I can't see anything apart from Brady absolutely dicing up the Patriots. The Patriots have been OK on defence. Not as good as... Probably was expected, but uh, I just can't see anything but Brady like laser focus, like locked in. Been watching all the hype videos this week, and I just think this could be a beatdown. I've seen, seen like uh, Belichick as well, they've been asking him obviously loads of questions, and he's been giving his like you know, his snarky answers. I don't know if he's expecting a bit of a pasting as well, to be honest with you. I can't see anything but box covering heavily in this game
0: yeah i wanted this to be a bit better i think if matt jones had started the season better we'd see a bit of a different story wouldn't we but uh he looked the best of all the rookies but that's not saying a lot at the moment so i'm still a bit worried Uh, and the buccaneers issue against the rams was with their injuries in the secondary was them covering really good wide receivers the patriots don't have any good wide receivers Uh, Not really, uh, unfortunately for them. I think Johnny Smith's been a bit of a disappointment as well from the tight end position. So I'm with you. I can just see Brady. I think he's going to set the passing record, isn't he, in this game? I think it's ridiculous what he needs. It's not very much. So he'll set it regardless. But I expect him to absolutely kill them with like four TD passes and 350 yards, to be honest. Uh, And I think the Patriots fans will still love that. But I think he just wants to shove it to Bill Belichick, to be honest. So I'm going to go buck six and a half. Again, this is similar to what I said earlier with the Titans. If this was nine and a half, I'd still probably take the Bucks. I think I just think the Patriots can't score enough. Uh, but you never know. Bill Pelajek's probably got some uh, some stuff he can throw at Brady. I did hear an interesting stat actually uh, in terms of QBR and quarterback rating and PFF grade. Brady has his worst of his career, so all the 20-odd years he's played, when he's played defensive coordinators or coaches that Bill Belichick used to coach. So if they used to be a defensive coach for the Patriots, and then he faces them again, he is has terrible... He averaged like 210 passing yards against ex-Patriot defensive coaches, and that includes like the Lions when they were terrible. Obviously, you've got Flores now, you've got Vrabel at the Titans, so it'd uh, be interesting. You never know. Against Bill Belichick himself, he might, he might struggle, but... Uh, I'm going to predict that Brady wipes the floor
1: with them, I think. Yeah, I feel like I, I just wish that the Patriots were better kind of for the storyline of this game because obviously they've real pumped it up in the US, haven't they? But yeah, I just can't see it.
0: Yeah, there's a montage going around with um, with the, the Adele song, isn't there? That's uh, Yeah. The
1: he-
0: yeah, the hello from the other side one that everyone's like either cringing or loving, depending on... Uh, Depending on your thoughts, but uh, yeah, we'll see. It'll it'll probably be the most watched game of the season, I would imagine. Uh, And it could be a blowout, which is a a shame. Uh, Let's finish the week then. Monday Night Football, AFC West Showdown, Raiders, 3-0 Raiders, just win. As uh, Patrick likes to remind me, at the Chargers. (laughs) Chargers as the home team. Three-point favourites, however, it was reported this week that a huge amount of Raiders fans from Oakland are going to go over to LA to watch this. It's obviously closer to Oakland than an actual Raiders home game is now. Um, so rumours are, so far, going to be filled with Raiders fans, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, and I actually think this is probably my hardest or second-hardest one to call, because I know the Chargers beat the Chiefs, but a lot of it was just turnovers. I don't think their offence was as good as it could be. Uh, they called too many runs, I think, on first down when you've got a quarterback as good as Herbert. But... Uh, and Derek Carr is absolutely dicing everywhere he plays at the moment for the Raiders. So I think three points is a tough spread for me to call.
1: Yeah, um, like I mentioned before. Obviously, being in in in, uh, in England, it's not hot. It's not easy, is it, to watch uh, Monday night football? I'm yeah. Absolutely gutted that this game is on. Monday Night Football I love this game I don't know whether it could have fit in the schedule I mean I feel like I want like 10 games on TV this week it's (laughs) it's not like I won't see it all but I just love this game I love both teams start to the seasons and I know what you're saying about the Chargers because they've ground both games out and that's always kind of like the hallmark isn't it of any kind of good team I mean, especially beating the Chiefs, but when they beat Washington, they were not particularly good, especially on offense, but they just got it done. But, mate, I, you, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? You know I can't look past the Raiders. Mate, Peyton Barber got 111 yards rushing last week. Where are they pulling that from? It's just Gruden. Just sending him out there with Spider Y2 banana or whatever his favourite <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, that, that is his favourite player, Chris Simms. Rugs again that. last week was four for 78 and Brian Edwards has had a great start to the season, Ah, oh, mate. I just like the Raiders in this game. I like them to win outright as well. I've got the Raiders going 17 and 0 at the moment. By the way, it's just I just until they uh, lose, it's just not going to happen.
0: No. Yeah, I know what you mean you are a bit of a Raiders fan at the moment. Yeah, and in the end, we started this week with loads of differences, and I think we've gone like six of the last seven the same. So let's end it on a difference. I'm going to go Chargers minus three. Uh, mm. I don't know why, to be honest. I think I'm voting with my heart here, and I want the Chargers and Raiders to both be 3-1, and one, so it's easier for the Chiefs to catch them. So I think I'm going to vote with my heart, with the Chiefs' heart, and say I'll go Chargers. But yeah, I think it's a tough one to call. Uh, I think Herbert could beat them uh, if he plays his best game, and the, the calls are a little bit better on early downs, but the Chargers haven't been calling well for early downs all, all the last three weeks, so I'm not sure if that will actually change. The Raiders' defence, obviously been better than we thought but I think the Chargers could dice them up with Allen and Williams Uh, and the other thing I'm a little bit worried is uh, Alex Leatherwood, the only downside for the Raiders really, he's been pretty poor giving up uh, the most pressures uh, of any tackle I think uh, in the AFC so far so Leatherwood's not been great so I think this Chargers line with Bosa could really get at him so I'm going to go Chargers minus three uh, and pray the Chiefs win for two and two and then the rest of the AFC West is going to be three and one, we'll see see what happens
1: We'll see. I'm just, I'm just scrolling down furiously then to find the first Raiders and Chiefs game. It's week ten, Sunday. Yeah,
0: it's a while away. Yeah, Yes. I know you're going to be cheering on the Raiders that weekend, which already, <laughs> already annoys me a lot.
1: <laughs> well, it'll be nine zero still, so it'll be nine and zero, and then. Chiefs 4-4 four four or whatever it's going to be. It's just a tough game. 4-4? No, I hope they keep it going because... I, I, I mean, how many jokes did we make in the summer about Mike Mayock and John Gruden? I just think it's a good storyline. Yes, The league's fun when the Raiders are good. Um, yeah, so- and they're playing fun football. You know, they're slinging the ball around, throwing for 400 yards every week. It's not kind of like, you know, Saints football, is it, where they might get 120 yards passing and... Just hope that Alvin Kamara can kind of do everything
0: for you. So, no, quite you. Good I agree. Uh, I've been offered Josh Jacobs in two fantasy leagues this week because of how much they've used Barber and uh, Drake. And I'm safe to say I've declined the Jacobs <laughs> trade every time. I'm not. Uh, I'm not in on Jacobs at the moment for the Raiders. They're passing the ball too much for uh, for running back. Uh, so that's this uh, preview podcast over. And in terms of differences, we have f- five differences. So. I've gone with the Bengals, minus seven and a half. You've gone with the Jags, plus seven and a half. Oh, I don't remember doing that now. The Jags, (laughs) what was I thinking? There's a theme to this. I've gone Bills, minus 16. You've gone Texans, plus 16. I've gone Bears, minus two and a half. You've gone Lions, plus. Uh, We've actually done the same every time in terms of minus and plus. I've gone Rams, minus four and a half. You've gone Cardinals, plus four and a half. I've gone Chargers, minus three. You've gone Raiders, plus three. So, five differences there. Are you confident you can claw back after uh, losing week last
1: week? Yeah, definitely. I'm most confident about the Lions at Bears game because that's a that's the that's Dan Campbell's first win there. Definitely. Apart yeah, from that- if Nick Bowles is starting, obviously, then you can forget about it. The Bears are going to win like 42.
0: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm uh, one and zero after a big Thursday night football match, but we oh, shall yeah. see. Uh, so all there is to say: go follow us at, at Go For Two Pod again. The two being the number two. Uh, we will have our Saturday slash Sunday mini pod out with fantasy and betting advice. Uh, hopefully Saturday afternoon if not first thing Sunday morning go follow Patrick at Mugs NFL where you can buy yourself a just win Raiders t-shirt if you want Uh, Patrick's probably wearing one as we speak so you might as well get involved (laughs) Um, but enjoy the football good weekend this weekend and we will speak to you next week
1: yeah speak to you soon guys